Welcome to season two of Malaspina Theater Podcast, recorded in our beautiful Malaspina Theater on Nanaimo's campus. Each episode will feature members of our theater community on a wide variety of topics that are important to our young emerging artists. Our goal is to foster discussions important to our community and highlight our ever-emerging talent to discover how they see the world. We would like to acknowledge and thank the Snunema, Kuwitsun, Dlamin, and the Snunawas, and the Qualcomm First Nation, and whose traditional lands we teach, learn, research, live, and share knowledge. All right. Welcome to the Malaspina Podcast. Um, my name is Dalil. Today I have Marin, Lexi, and Kurt with me and uh we're just gonna have a little chat how you guys doing good i'm amazing <laughs> i'm doing great today thanks for asking there Delil. sweet yeah it's a nice day out it really is after all this rain yeah yeah it's good probably the only day of sunshine we'll see for a month <laughs> yeah best to go soak it up i'm down to do uh you know a nude uh a nude beach day down on the beach. Might be a tidbit nipply, but um, you need that vitamin D. You really do. I think that's very important. I think my house got a, got a little bit too wet lately, though, unfortunately. Yeah, let's talk about that. What happened? Wet um, house. My house out in Cedar. Um, unfortunately, I slept in a little bit too long yesterday, and I woke up around 1030 to six emergency responders knocking on my front door. I uh, walked up to the front door, not thinking much of it. I was like, maybe it's my neighbor asking for uh, some butter or something, right? So I walked over there, and sure enough, they handed me a waiting outfit, and they said, you have five minutes to grab what you got. You have no power, so don't try to get any hot water, and uh, we'll meet you out here. You can either take the boat or you can walk out to your car, but you can't stay here. That's what they told me. That's fucked. Yeah, it was pretty uh, pretty emotional. I thought I was going to lose everything, started taking pictures of everything, and then I realized I don't have insurance, so those were <laughs> useless anyways. <laughs> but uh, the crisis was averted. Went back there this morning, had about an inch of water on my driveway, and uh, everything inside was nice and dry. So That's, that's a blessing. Yep. You, were, you were at my place last night. I was. Shitting your pants. There was shit. In, in the pants. pants. In the pants. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, stressful. Stressful. Extremely. I feel like this first term has been quite chaotic. <laughs> Maybe Very much. coming back from COVID and, 100%. Just, and everything. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know about you guys. I was living in my car for like three weeks with like the housing crisis in Nanaimo. So it was very chaotic for me. Um, I know, you stayed at my place for a night. I did stay at your place for a night. You hooked it up, and I'm much appreciated. Appreciative. Um, yeah, how, how about you, Marin? How was, how's the first term been for you so far? Um, man, <laughs> very different from my other first term at UBC last year. Right, so you're not, you're a first student, first year student here, but you're, yeah. you're a veteran, actually. I, yeah, technically am. I am in second year. Um <laughs> soul um yeah completely online last year i've never actually seen the ubc campus um right w- took all the fun out of every enjoyable thing at the university was just doing homework all day didn't meet anyone so 
well, this is very nice. Very good change. <laughs> yeah. I also went to college last year. Right. Um, same experience. Didn't really meet anybody for real. It was just out in breakout rooms where you had to just get down to business or else you're not going to finish what you had to finish. Right. And that awkward after period of like not talking and just awkwardly just sitting there. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. with back. Without pants on. Oh, every time for <laughs> sure. Yeah. See, I'm the actual OG only first year. I've never been to college university before came out of high school straight to uni. Oh yeah. You're the younger one. Yeah. Rookie. <laughs> A noob. So far it's been a lot of fun, though. I really hated high school. Thought I was going to hate university. I'd get so anxious thinking about it. But I really enjoy it. It's very different than high school. Yeah. A lot of People ways. are actually really nice here. <laughs> <laughs> and also, classes are super interactive. And you actually get to bond with the teacher. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely find that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Totally. Um, I just dropped an English course that I was taking online because it was so dry. Yep. Yeah. I like, I was just in avoidance and I was just ignoring the emails. It was so bad. Um, Cause I was like, I am not connecting with anybody. I do not understand this program. I was obvious. I've obviously been way more involved in the, like the actual theater program with you guys. Cause it's engaging and it's fun and it's a good time. But yeah, I can't do that online shit. Yeah, I'm also in an online English course, and it is painful. It sucks. Very painful. I avoid going to class every single week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, when I was signing up for my classes, I made sure. No online classes, otherwise I would not do that shit. <laughs> yeah, that's a smart way to go. Fair, yeah, that's very fair. You have any online classes, uh, Kurt? Uh, no, I don't, actually. I um, had seven of them to do, all in business, last year. I uh, learned my lesson for sure. I had to right. upgrade English. That was my very first one. And man, was that ever a roller coaster. I literally had to like have a full book read because I joined like a week or two late. I had to have a full book read within like three weeks. Obviously, I didn't do it. Yeah. And I uh, started, That's off a lot. My, started off my upgrading on the wrong foot, we'll say. Right, right, Ended right. up bringing her back in the latter half of the semester there, uh, 85 what I finished with. Nice. So you're a business tycoon now. What are you doing here? Tycoon, hey. I'm just, uh, I'm, I'm looking for a business. You know, I'm looking for something to start up. Your Fortune 500 company? Could be. Yo, you should help me open up a skate shop. We could definitely look into that. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I got to look at the books. I got to look at your books first. Yeah, I got to look at the demographics as well, see who we're trying to target. But, uh, yeah, we could definitely be in some talks there. Yeah, see, I'm ne- shit yeah. at math, so <laughs> <laughs> that's where you come in. Word. Cool. Yeah, statistics was my favorite course in business. Nice. All right, so um, another one of the reasons I gathered you guys specifically is I know everybody here has kind of different uh, living situations, and I kind of wanted to talk about that and um, what – what it's like being here in Nanaimo, uh, going to VIU. Um, so uh, on campus, off campus, Marin. I am living on campus. I'm yeah. living in the dorms. How's that? It's interesting. Very, very different than living at home. I've heard yeah. small. It, yeah, I am in one of the bigger dorms, but oh, I've nice. definitely heard that a lot of them are quite small, and I have s- spent nights in 
very small ones as well. <laughs> yeah. And the amount of people who don't know how to do laundry and Ooh. live on their own is interesting. Very interesting. Oh. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, how small is the yeah. small ones? Just um, like to put it in perspective. Oof. Uh, I would say maybe a closet times two. That's it. Very so small, just narrow a bed hallway. With like a couple cupboards. Yep, pretty much. Yep, and uh, it's somewhat decent closet, but like yeah, pretty much desk, <laughs> bed, closet. That's really it. nice closet, but again, it's a closet. <laughs> yeah, true. Very true. Yeah, not and a lot of living space. Marin, the washroom situation. <sighs> yeah, what's that about? Yeah, it's shared. I'm assuming. Yeah, well, obviously. I uh, yeah, got a bathroom mate. Thank God, don't have to share the room with anyone else. I don't know how anyone has a roommate in such a tiny, tiny living space. Yeah, you get close. Yeah, you would have to get very, very close. It must be warm. <laughs> yeah, it's it very hot in there, hot and steamy. Um, yeah, but bathroom, they, uh, yeah. It'd be just a fart chamber in there. That's what I was thinking. I mean, yeah. maybe between Didn't two guys, girls, not so much. We're a bit more clean. Well, also the weird thing is, there's no mirror. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. I just want to back up there. You're a bit more clean. What are you saying? You don't fart? No, I was saying we fart. Just like we're respectful of each other's. It's a toot. It's a toot. Oh right, yeah. it's a toot. Exactly. Excuse me. Excuse me. I'm toot. sorry. I'm sorry. That's some vulgar for girls. It's <laughs> vulgar. I just let her rip. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Lexi's like, nah, I blast him, bro. Lexi be in the toilet like. (laughs) We all know when Lexi's in the toilet. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So, Lexi, um, living situation. Uh, I live with my dad. Nice. Small little house, but he said I could live there rent free as long as I'm going to school. Keep my grades up. That is money that's great rent free yeah it's awesome i still like pay for my insurance gas i pay for my phone bill all that kind of stuff groceries and i cook for myself it's as if it's just like my dad's my roommate it's both of our house sweet yeah that's awesome and we have a cat freya freya amazing she's awesome she is all right megs or kurt Yep. (laughs) Living situation. Underwater. Atlantis. (laughs) That's what they call it. That's what they call it, eh? Nobody calls it that. Oh, uh, you're like Pooh Bear floating down the river in your house with it. (laughs) Oh, bother. I can't really do that. Are you Merman? I could be. Ooh. What's that guy's this is name? Another mystery we have to get. Oh, what's that? What, what's that guy's name? The uh, guy who Jason put, Momoa. Jason, dude, you've got the Jason Momoa oh, look yeah. for sure. A hundred percent. I don't think I have the facial hair, nor do I have the long hair, <laughs> or like. Well, the wide you're a tall things. guy. You got the tall start. guy. You look good. You look good, and your house is and, and your house is underwater, so you're more than halfway there. Okay, yeah, you're right. Actually, I just need like a daughter name. Uh, what's her name? From the Little Mermaid. Ariel? Ariel. There you go. <laughs> yeah. But uh, my living situation right now, freezing cold. Right. You're kind of out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Everybody that goes out to my house actually calls it the boondocks. Yeah. And it's a little bit out of my element. I was driving out there. I was uh, like, I'm going to get murdered. 
Yeah, that could happen. You lose service for a second, but you get it back really quick. So there's nothing to really be scared of there. Right. But there's a dead spot. You got to watch out for those. I know exactly where it is too. Yeah. Anyways. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's uh, it's actually great though. I like living out by myself. I like providing for myself. I like being a uh, very inter or very, what's that word? Independent. Independent, yeah. <laughs> Interpolarity. So English 12 no, wasn't that great. It was okay. <laughs> but yeah, no, I like being independent, cooking for myself, because I know at one point I'm not going to have somebody look after me and I need to be able to do that. So I find it something that's more attractive as well as when you meet somebody that can actually take care of themselves and you don't have to baby them. Um, for sure. Yeah, no, living on myself, I'm very fond of what it's brought to me so far. A lot of experience that I would rather not have had by now if I was living at home or something like that. Oh, definitely. Living with a roommate. Yeah. Um, I've, I, before I moved out here, I was living on my own for about two years. Um, and I lived with roommates and stuff. So I had a lot of experience doing that stuff and being independent for yourself. Like, you know, buying fucking bath mats and paper towel rolls and blinds, all the fun and blinds, all the fun stuff. Yeah. You know, all the fun stuff. Um, and now I've got, I've got two roommates. Uh, we're living kind of central in Nanaimo in this really nice place. And, um, one of my roommates is 18. Wow. Yeah. That's dynamic. It is dynamic. The other roommate, 23, you know, I feel like we kind of have our shit down pat, but it's interesting living with an 18-year-old for yeah, sure. And he likes lot. to party a lot. Oh, he likes to party. I bet. He likes to party. And Loud it's a good music. time. It's a good time. We're all having fun. But, um, yeah, sometimes, like, the just things with, like, the dishes and just some stuff, I see that and I'm like, ah. Didn't you, I, uh, I didn't you I say 18. there was something with a rice cooker that happened? Oh, there have been a couple of incidents with a rice cooker, for Mind sure. Explaining, like, oh, you know what? I, you know, I, I would bet money if we were to all go to my house right now, there is old moldy rice <laughs> sitting in that rice cooker right now. A hun- like, I'll bet, I'll bet money on it. I'll bet money on it. How much? 20 bucks. You want to take me on that action? We'll go after this. We'll go after class. I, it's in there. It's in there. And you know what? I haven't looked for about three days, and I'm certain it's still there. Okay, I'm I think I'm a pass. On yeah, that. you don't want any of this action because <laughs> I, I know. No, you don't want to lose. That. You don't want to lose twenty dollars. Was wasn't there a pair of like moldy bread? That. Oh yeah, that was an debate? incident last night. There was a debate last night about some moldy bread, and I'm at, and I'm at, I was adamant that it wasn't mine. It wasn't on my shelf. It wasn't anywhere near the rest of my food things um but you know so you're thinking it's the 18 year old you're living with Pro- i know it is huh. i know it is uh, he'll remain you? nameless for this well, I, think <laughs> that's best. I think that's best um uh, no i'm i'm bitching but <laughs> we're having a great time and and it's a lot of fun and there's it's a great dynamic uh in the house but yeah just just going off of what you were said about being in independent and living, it's definitely really great to have that opportunity to live by yourself. Um, and for this 18-year-old roommate of mine, I think that would be great for him at some point. And if he doesn't clear that rice out, he may be forced into that situation. He'll <laughs> <laughs> be domchen. Sounds like a threat. Yeah. <laughs> I've ever heard one. <laughs> if you're listening, I know you are. You know who you uh, are. You know who you are. No, it's all good. Um, I now. love you, buddy. You know that. Uh, okay, uh, another question. 
Um, so kind of going off of, uh, you know, living out here in Nanaimo, what do you guys think of uh, Nanaimo itself as a, as a town? And again, we have, we've got dynamic range of people here who have different experiences with it. Um, Lexi, I knew, I know you gr- uh, grew up here. Yeah, I'm born and raised. I spent most of my life here. I know a lot Dang. of places around town, all the cool spots, but the people that I grew up with all suck. Right. Yeah. Wow. They do. Yeah. All of them? All of them. Everyone I grew up with. Gotcha. You know, I, I, um, I relate to that. I was so ready to get out of White Rock when uh, the time came. I lived there my whole life, too. And it's that small town thing. Everybody gets to know each other a little too well, and people are shitty, and yeah. Well, yeah, the thing around here, it is a really small city. Over time, it's grown so much. I remember when the streets were so quiet, schools didn't have this many kids in them, and the city's really grown bigger, and there's a lot more things to do nowadays than when I was little. Right. Yeah. Right, right, right. Um, cool. I've Thank also you. been like all around town too, uh, Upper Lanceville, Cedar, right. Chase River, all in the outskirts even. So I even know those places pretty well. Totally. So I bet, I bet you. Do you feel like there's a lot? Like Nanaimo has a lot to offer, and there's a lot to do here. Oh, totally. When I was younger, I thought it was so boring. I wanted to leave so bad, but the more I realized that. We kind of have it all here. It's really nice, actually, if you enjoy those aspects of going out, seeing new trails. Like nature. Yeah. Hanging out with friends. Sweet. That's awesome. Skate spots. For sure. Curtis. Yep. Nightlife. What do you think? The nightlife. Yeah. In Nanaimo. Yeah. Um, What's your experience been? My experience with the nightlife here started out really nice. You know, a couple comedy nights. That one night, me and you went out, and you actually did live comedy. That was amazing. Yeah, that was at the Student Union. Student Union pub there, yeah. So, like, for the most part, it was great off the bat. For sure. Um, I heard people raving about this place called Old City, saying it was the the spot in town here. Yeah. So I went and gave it, like, a chance. Old shitty. Yeah, pretty much. It was old and <laughs> shitty. I walked in there and coming from a very urban place and being a very urban person, seeing right. that that was like almost one of the best places that Nanaimo had to offer really was disappointing for me because mm-hmm. I'm used to. <laughs> oh yeah. And like glasses shattering on the floor. Give me that German techno. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah, no, it's, uh, it's definitely a step. What are you talking about? Like, um, Vancouver? No, I'm from Kelowna. Right. So the nightlife there is shoulder to shoulder for four or five hours from like totally. 8 p.m. till 1 a.m. Yeah. Vancouver, Granville's the same way. Yeah. Um, I've spent a lot of time out there. So I know what you mean. Yeah. Completely. So just coming here was an absolute flip of the coin. Um, I just really didn't think that the nightlife was going to be as lackluster as it is. Right. It's kind of, it's a, would you consider Nanaimo a university town? Yeah, honestly, I would because everything kind of revolves around this university. Like all the sporting is right beside the university. Right. Like the hockey arena, the baseball fields, um, the basketball courts, everything. Right. Um, yeah, I think everything kind of does revolve around this university. Totally. Marin, yes. um, 
You're from Alberta. Yeah, unfortunately. I'm an Alberta <laughs> girl, born and raised. Nice. You just you just came back, eh? Yeah, I did. I was there for a uh, little under a week, visiting home and family and not enjoying it. Nice. <laughs> Other than family. Right, right. Good well, stuff. yeah, good stuff. <laughs> um, you just turned 19, correct? I did. Yeah. I did just turn 19. I forgot about that. Yeah. You keep having to remind me. <laughs> <laughs> right. Have you gone um have you gone out? To have pubs? you gone to a, to a pub or yeah. a bar? You know, have you gone to a Boston Pizza ordered a beer? <laughs> no, so many people have asked. Have you me bought that, a lottery ticket? No, I haven't done any of this stuff. The most I what? bought is a vape for not even <laughs> myself. Oh, you booted for someone. I did. I booted. That is the most I've done with my <laughs> now age. <laughs> Which is kind of depressing, but right. I am planning on going out to a bar with someone. I don't know. Someone. Really. Hey. Yeah. When does Harry turn 19? He's already 19. Oh, perfect. Yeah. So I we should go out. Yeah. Going yeah. For Absolutely. Wings. Yeah, let's do it. I'm down. Yeah, that'd be fun. All right. Reservation set. Sorry, Lexi. And my birthday's soon. <laughs> February. February. For sure. Yeah. So, um, what do you, um, what, what do you guys think about? you know, transitioning from that to um, what it's like uh, in kind of the social scene, the restaurant scene, the pub scene. What do you think of uh, the COVID protocols? Now everybody, you know, everybody's required to have their second dose. Um, um, my stance on that is fuck it. If, uh, they tell me I can only wear one shoe and I have a great time with my friends and sit at a table without a mask on my face. I'm going to do it. So I don't really care. Right. Uh, I know there's a lot of different views on that, but I really think that like at the end of the day, you're going to end up getting that dose and you're going to end up joining society again because that's the movement that's happening. Oh, for sure. For sure. I, you know, yeah. From white rock, I know a lot of hippy dippy people. I'm sure there's a lot out here too, who are very against the vaccine and stuff like that. But all these people I know, they're, I talk to them and they're like, yeah, I think, I think I'm going to get it. And it's always, it's something like one of my buddies, he, he wants to go snowboarding and he wants to get like the pass. And, and that's one of the things is, well, yeah, you know, like you can't do anything without it. You now. can't do anything without it now. Like so. For example, me and you came to the Mouse being a theater right, just to, to volunteer. volunteer this past Sunday and you couldn't volunteer because yeah. you didn't have your vaccine for two weeks. Yeah. I got my second dose on the ninth, which but that's just I'm, a, I'm a late baby. Late. It's just it was a little weird because the protocol that sure that's the protocol by the book. I completely understand that. But like, we're literally in this same building 10 times a week. Yeah. We and got masks on like everybody's asked. It's made me shake my head a little bit. Yeah. It's a little weird, but uh, I'm all for the protocols except for like when stuff like that gets demonstrated. Totally. It's totally. It's just bending it. Yeah. Especially sure. when there's nobody, nobody at harm. The entire night. Yeah. It's all prevention. It really is, yeah. It's all prevention, but yeah, I know what you mean. Gets me fired up. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, Marin, Lexi, any thoughts? About the COVID protocols? Yeah. Well, growing up with a mom who is a public health nurse, I mm. have very strong opinions about the whole COVID protocol things, and especially growing up in Alberta as well seeing this all unfold right. in front of me, especially being so close to Calgary, big city, a lot of uh, anti-maskers and right. people aren't so happy about Demanding the their freedom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I don't even know what to say about that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I totally agree with all the protocols. I, although that's kind of stupid. Like, I understand, but he did get his vaccine. But it's, I don't know. Yeah, it makes sense. It definitely makes sense. But it's it's just, it's just one of those so kind of like bureaucracy things, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, one hundred percent. Definitely. But yeah, I've encountered a few anti-maskers, and I actually one of my good friends from home. Her father is a intense anti-masker, and it's interesting. Very interesting. So you say you say your mom's an RN, like uh, a registered nurse. Yes, she is. So did she ever deal with any like? people like getting in the way of her hospital building like trying to get to work she has to walk through anti-masks anti-vaxxers or anti-maskers or anything like that if she has she has not talked about it at home which would be fair she has her own way of dealing with things but um she doesn't work in a hospital i feel like hospital workers get the most of the the crap oh yeah the backlash is crazy my mother herself is an rn and uh just from what covid's been putting her through it's definitely been coming down the wire onto me um, like for example, uh, I think it was, uh, just before Halloween there, there was a huge, uh, protest outside and, uh, she was just trying to get into work. And right now she's working in the ICU, which is intense care unit, which is like limbs, like stuff getting reattached pretty much. Right. Surgeries. Um, she rolls up there and she's just trying to go to work and she doesn't usually work in ICU, but they're already short staffed because of all the bullshit that's been going on and all the beds that they have to fill and all the people they need to fill those patients up with nurses. So she goes in there and uh, she's getting elbowed and she's getting kicked and she's getting pushed around just trying to go help these people out. And I think that's like exactly what, like that's just like complete bullshit. It's complete bullshit that she has to deal with something like that when all she's trying to do is help out. I guess is what I'm trying to say. Totally. And yeah. I think it all just stems from not wanting to wear a mask or get a vaccine. Like well, it's, it's just completely extreme. For sure. Yeah, and I feel like the hate is being directed in the wrong direction. For sure. The anti-maskers are hating on the hospitals when really it should be the government they're pointing fingers to because they're the ones putting mandates on stuff. If you don't agree with something they do, don't take it out on the hospital that are actually trying to change things. And then, like, literally on top of that, on top of that, you have the fact that it's the people that are filling the hospitals the most are the ones that are yelling about it. Exactly, that are outside. It's unbelievable. Like, that that guy, like, someone who shoves your mother will probably be in the ICU Asking her for help. Exactly. Being like, hey, can you save my life now? Like, fuck no. Yeah. Like, you're useless to us now because you're literally just going out there and spreading the shit around. Exactly. Yeah, Yeah, no, at work, I work in the mall at Zoomies, and in the food court last weekend... There was an anti-masker, had signs up and everything, just sitting there. Not a good look. And I would go out for like a five-minute break, come back in. Three security guards had to kick her out. Just one person. So it was one one man or one woman protest? It was a one-woman protest. People came and stopped talking to her, and I don't know what that was all about, but it made a huge commotion in the mall just with one person. That's crazy. Wild. Emotional. Right. Yeah, Emotional. yeah, it's crazy. Um, so we're going to wrap up here. Um, we kind of passed the 25-minute mark. But I want to ask one last question just to end this on a bit of a different note. Um, if you had the option to fight 
25 pigeon-sized horses or one horse-sized pigeon, which would you choose? Oh, horse-sized pigeon. The pigeon, the smaller pigeon. No, the horse, the smaller horses. You'd fight you'd, the, the twenty-five sm- small horses. The twenty-five yes. small horses. Yeah, the pigeon is pick you up, ruthless. Yeah, you think? Yeah, a bunch of little mini horses. Yeah, yeah I guess so. Yeah, they're they're small. Pigeons are small. They're yeah. fast though. They are fast, but I mean, they're fast. They'll run. And think I mean, of a pigeon, pretty dumb. That's what I'm thinking. Hey, you 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 hop you hop on you hop on the back of that thing. You might you might go for a ride. I'm actually like, glad you asked me that question, Delil. Yeah, because I think about it pretty often. I know um, you do. I we were talking about it in your sleep last night. That's why I'm bringing it up. Was I actually? You were, yeah. <laughs> okay, well that's it's a little embarrassing, but <laughs> no, um, it's fair. I was impressed. So I would. I, would I was like, I'm worried about my family, <laughs> and you know, uh, this guy's asking the real questions. So yeah, I wanted to give you an opportunity to share. Wow, thanks. No worries. All right. So, yeah, no, I would definitely fight the, the horse-sized pigeon. And for one reason alone, pigeons, what do they love? Bread. I can lure this thing. I can train this thing. And I can, I can breed this thing. That is, that is the correct answer. That's what this, is, this is supposed to be an unbiased interview, but that, that, there was a correct answer, and that was it. So, yeah, so thank you. Uh, you'll be receiving your prize uh, shortly after we conclude this. Thank you so much, guys, for coming out. Um, thank you for listening. This is the season two, episode three of the Malaspina podcast. Thank you, and uh, take care.